Welcome to Makers Chat, a podcast community for creatives. I'm your host, Danielle Kaminsky, artist, maker, and educator from Spartanburg, South Carolina. Join me as we share our stories and explore the topics that are most important to creative entrepreneurs and makers. Welcome back to another episode of Makers Chat. This is only our second one having the YouTube channel. So you get to see our lovely faces as well. But this is my friend and mentor, Dion Woods. Thanks for joining us again. Kidding me, I wouldn't miss this for the world. I've been, ever since we put it on the schedule, I've been just ready. Just kidding. I love it. I love it. <laughs> but you know what? Anytime I do get a chance to talk to you, I do love it. So I mean that with all my heart. Me too. I absolutely love hanging. I love getting a chance to hang out with you and even just getting to talk with you. But that's what we're going to talk about today is getting the chance to meet in person. But real quick, before we get into that, you've been on the podcast before, and I'm going to link that in the show notes for anyone that maybe hasn't had the opportunity to really get to know you. But just real quick, kind of tell everybody your business and what you do, just in case they haven't, just in case they haven't. Well, I'm an artist, but I, um, well, thank you. I appreciate you all. Um, I'm an artist that has kind of positioned herself more into a mentoring uh, position lately over the last few years. Um, And what I found over those years that the connections that I've made with fellow creatives has not just deepened my own creativity and helped my own confidence. But it's kind of a give and take where what I'm finding is the community that I work with and that I spend so much time with online and building that in person has really, it's helped my own confidence. And I get such great joy from watching creatives just like Danielle and other women and men do things that they've never done before and put themselves out there and paint things they never thought they could and use tools. It's just... It seems very simple and basic, but in a collaborative way, getting together as a community has been the number one thing that has grown my business. Um, so I, I have membership groups, I have a line of brushes, and um, most recently I'm curating a paint line with DIY paint and, and, and many other things. However, I have said many times to people that being in person it's the best. There's just absolutely nothing like it because when you are a creative business starting small from scratch, you make up the name, you work so hard, you build something from nothing, it's stinking lonely. It just is lonely. And so I'm no longer lonely and grateful to Miss Danielle for asking me to do things like this. Um, and we have some fun, really fun things to tell you about that are coming up in 2022. Yes. I'm so excited about this year. 20, you know, obviously it's been a tough couple of years. There's been all kinds of reasons. The whole world has been struggling. And then I feel like just about everybody I know has had other personal things going on as well. And it's just been a hard couple of years for a lot of people. Um, but last year, we got the opportunity to hang out a couple of times with the larger community. And that was... It's like, I don't know, I think you kind of hit the nail on the head a minute ago and you were just talking about that's when you said that was what started to grow your business. Um, I mean, I think that it would have grown anyway, but there's just something about that connection when you are talking with people face to face and energy is just absolutely contagious. So Mm -hmm. when you're with other people and you're sharing that energy, then you go back home from whatever event you've been at and you're just like, 
you're full of ideas, you've got motivation again, if you've been discouraged, you're not anymore. And it's like, that's the thing that just, mm-hmm. it's like it propels you and gets you to keep going. It is true. It's hard though, to make the commitment because many of us are not used to spending money on ourselves. Maybe we have children or maybe we have a spouse who's out of work, or maybe we just have elderly parents we have to help support, or maybe it's just, it's just not in the cards. And so being able to make that commitment is the first thing. And to just, it's scary. Like, is the money going to be a return investment? Because that's what we're doing. We're investing in education when you do things like this, or when you join a membership group, or you do any, even if you take a $24 online little tutorial, it's an investment in yourself. And so it's so easy just to say, no, it's, it's, it's easier to just pass, isn't it, Danielle? Like it's easier just to say, no, I just better not spend the money. I don't know how to justify it. And so what is also very inspiring is to watch women um, and men put themselves out there and learn more, educate themselves more. And, and there's, there's validity, even though it's creativity, like you can still pay for creativity lessons and, and memberships and stuff. And it's funny to me because I get it. I can see both sides and I can remember where I was. And when I very first, very, the very first time I spent on, spent money on something, Danielle, that wasn't an actual product, a piece of furniture, paint, but it was a membership. And I walked in and I looked at Matt and I said, honey, I want to do this. And it was like, it was so much bigger than what it was because money was so tight. And it was like a bill. It was going to be like a new bill. And I remember thinking, honey, I'm at the point. And it was like, I needed his approval. And he was like, okay, like if this is something you want to do, it was, it was a big thing. And every time I see someone do that, I remember I'm with you, girl. Like I know what that's like, Mm -hmm. the investment that you're making in yourself that's powerful. And I think when you do pay for something like that, you are holding yourself more accountable. You just are, especially when you tell somebody about it, you, yep. boy, you verbalize it, you do it secretly. You can get by without really holding yourself accountable. But when you let everybody know what you're doing and then they're like, what do you, what's, what's coming of it? You want to make sure you got something to show for it. Exactly. It's that whole <laughs> putting your money where your mouth is saying, I mean, it's so kind of, that's, that's the idea. So it's true. like, put money in this now. So I have to actually do something with it. I'm not just lurking on Facebook lives or watching YouTube videos anymore. I'm, I'm doing something with this. And I think that that, I think you're right, especially with memberships and tutorials and things like that. It's like, okay, well now put money in it. So I've got to make that money something else. But you know, just a side note, it's kind of interesting because you were talking about that and it is really hard. The older we get too, and I say the older we get, maybe just once we become adults, period. It's like, we want to justify spending money on ourselves. But, you know, when we were kids, we took creative lessons. Most, uh, most people took creative lessons as kids and didn't think a thing about it. Piano lessons, art lessons, whatever, you know, whatever they wanted to do, or, or maybe right. they paid for sports teams, different things like that. Um, and as kids, we're just like, that's just something that we do. We, we give the time and energy to yeah. our passions, our hobbies, but then we get older and it gets harder to justify somehow. Yeah, absolutely. Making ourselves a priority gets harder and harder at times. And a lot of the women that I coach are getting back to that. They're at the age where they're coming back around full circle where children are raised and they have a little bit of extra money. um, And they remember 
what it felt like to make something and they just haven't had time to do it. And so I just, I really truly love being on that journey with people and working through it um, with them and just discovering new ideas and concepts. And um, it's amazing what sharing a story how sharing your story can empower someone else, which I know you have done that. Our last workshop we did, um, we were there at your shop in December. And so I actually saw you three times last year, babe. That's right. What? Because you came out in September to Galveston um, for Courage on Canvas. Then you came back for Empowering Creativity Retreat in October. And then we came out to see you at your shop. So we spent a lot of time together. And I think um, I would like to hope and, and I'm guessing that with what you have coming up in 2022, what you brought home with the connections and the networking and hopefully the confidence too, is what is driving you to push forward in 2022 and kind of set your own way and make your own path, right? Yep, it really is. It is because you go and you're like, this is amazing. This is awesome. And then like, you find this little piece of no, but okay, this is awesome. And, and we laughed about this one time because it's like, and I'm going to keep doing this. You guys, I'm, I'm going to another creative retreat in April with Dion because it was awesome. But now it's like, and I also want to do this thing, which brings us to what we're here to talk about today, which is super exciting. Um, yeah. We are having a small business conference in September. So you can go ahead and mark your calendars, but we are having a three-day small business conference for creatives and handmade business owners. It's called the Makers and Shakers Small Business Conference, um, and we're really, really excited about it. And Dion is going to be coming back to Spartanburg, South Carolina. Look at me, back to I South know. Carolina. I loved it there. I loved it there. And I appreciate you asking me to be a part of it, um, and I'm just thrilled to meet some of the other makers that are coming, and I'm super thrilled to meet all of you that will be coming out and driving and flying and um man the lineup it's quite phenomenal the education i mean danielle herself brings a lot to the table um but i feel very grateful for that thank you of course i'm so excited to have you i love so i love talking to people obviously that was the whole reason the podcast even started because i needed a really good reason to be talking to people so much right <laughs> <laughs> but um but I'm so excited to do this because as we were talking with all these different awesome people that had so much to offer to the conversation and then for me especially coming back home to reinvented warehouse where we have a community of handmade business owners most of them who are really they're kind of at the beginning of that business and trying to learn all the things and there are a lot of things to learn when you're first starting a business, but there's so many people that can help with that. And a lot of times we're not hundred percent sure where to start, where to look. So the idea for me with this conference was to create something that looked a lot like the continuing education conferences that I was used to when I was working in an office in professional fields and going to the three and four day continuing education conferences where we would have our breakout sessions and our keynote speakers and yeah. just all the learning and and it's a very different atmosphere because there's a lot more people and then you find your groups of people that you know to hang out with after hours and stuff which is cool explore yeah. a different area which is fun but it's like I'm I am I what what's the word there I'm, I'm a lifelong student like I love to learn I love talking with someone when it just makes me want to like pull out my notebook and just start like writing notes 
Yeah. That's when they're just I'm full of gold Yeah. Yeah. You're full of you. And because of the connections in the network you've made, you've had a lot of opportunity to facilitate all of these people coming together as a really powerful educational three days. Like you guys, um, you really, you really need to consider if this is for you and who it's for is frankly, everybody, like it doesn't eliminate anyone. Um, it's for men, women, anybody that is in a creative business or even considering it. Um, the networking alone is super powerful. The connections, following people online, um, but just learning from the people that Danielle is asking to come and speak, to do the breakout sessions. Um, I really can't, you know what? I think it would be, I think it would be really good. Here's, here's just a short, short little thing. Um, when I went to Rachel Hollis's um, retreat, it was like a two-day workshop there in Dallas. And I, I challenged myself, Danielle, to go by myself, okay? I'd never done that before. It was three and a half hour drive. I stayed in a hotel by myself, but I was meeting a couple of girls, Becca and Kenise. So I knew I would see them, but I wasn't sitting with them. Um, but I traveled drove by myself, drove through the Dallas traffic, which I hate. Um, I stayed in a hotel by myself and there were 8,000 women there. And Danielle, I walked into this. First off, I was proud of myself, but a little bit scared to be alone. And I walked in the first morning and I remember it was this big Coliseum down. I don't really remember. It was Garland, Texas, just kind of outside of Dallas, Danielle. And I, I started crying. I could not find anybody I knew. I couldn't find my friends and the place was huge and I could sit anywhere I want. I just had to do upper level because I had bought like the cheapest tickets available. All right. And so I think this was almost about three years ago. And I just wanted to hear what Rachel had to say, because when she was online, I felt like she was talking out of my head. And I thought, how does she do that all the time? Like, how does she know what I'm thinking about confidence and loneliness and insecurities and how is she how is she doing this so she always lit a fire underneath me and I just was ready for that pep talk girl I found myself crying and I'm like why are there tears in my eyes right now I mean I'm I'm dressed like I felt good in what I was wearing I had my hair on I eat my hair on it sounds like I'm wearing a wig I had my hair curled and <laughs> I should have felt pretty confident but you know how um the doubt starts creeping in. And this is what I find it happens to so many women. And it was all of a sudden, it was like, I don't belong here. This is not worth it. I shouldn't have come. And that narrative started going through my head. And then I heard Dion. And I thought, that's not Kenise or Becca. Who is that yelling my name? And one person out of those 8,000 women recognized me and was in my membership group. And here I am crying and I'm supposed to be a leader and I'm supposed to, you know, be her mentor. And so she was there with friends. She was there with people. And it was Julie B, Julie Broadfoot, who's still in my membership group and who I have met, you have met as well. And she's like, oh my gosh, I'm so glad to see you and meet you. And so we were hugging, we were taking selfies and it just took that one little person to say hi and so I didn't feel lonely so she ended up joining us for lunch um, and sitting with us and she's just absolutely precious but on the way home after just those two days 
I felt so empowered. And I thought, how do I bring this home? Because that's a main thing. Like when you go to these retreats and workshops, you want to come home and you, you don't know how to tell the people at home that you've changed just a little bit. Like something happened inside of you and you don't know how to explain it. So I had a three and a half hour drive to figure out how I was going to explain to Matt what exactly happened or how I feel now. And so on the way home, that's when I realized I'm really good at coaching. I love coaching. What else can I do? So by the time I got home, girl, I was doing Empowered by Design and I was going to do a one-on-one -on -one coaching group. I knew I could give more. And that, of course, was almost two and a half years ago. So all that to say, these events have changed my life personally and professionally because I've been open to it. I have allowed myself. I've put myself in the position. I've got really uncomfortable and found my way through that on the other end, looking back, being so overwhelmingly grateful that I did it and I can look back and help other people that never, ever would think they could do such a thing. Yeah. I don't know about you. So you've done, you've yeah. done multiple retreats. You came to Waco in 2020. <laughs> so you... I've been doing some um, Dion Wood retreats for a while now and I'm a junkie and I'm not even going to lie. And it's so funny because you're talking about you had that three hour car ride to come back and tell Matt like what it was like. So I had the unusual pleasure, I guess, because probably most people don't have this. My husband went with me when I came to Waco. So I was going to drive just because lots of stuff was still happening with commercial travel and I was just more comfortable driving. And I would have road tripped alone. I would have been okay with that. My husband wasn't quite as comfortable with that. <laughs> he didn't feel good about me doing all that driving alone. And because he was working from home at the time, it was no big deal for him to pack up his laptop and go with me. So he was still able to take conference calls in the car. And he stayed at a hotel, you know, in town and just worked from the hotel room for a week. It was no big deal. But because we saw each other a couple times throughout the week while I was at the conference and he's just hanging out in town working, he literally watched me go through that experience as I was connecting with people, realizing what it was that I wanted to do, starting to, I guess, get that clear vision on what I wanted for my business, making the connections and getting the confidence to know that I could do it going to take some work <laughs> it wasn't necessarily going to be easy but I could do it and he literally he got to watch that happen in real time and I do think that that made a huge difference because when I said I really want to go to the conference again next year he was like okay it wasn't a conversation like he had already seen what that did for my business to have the networking that happened to have the confidence building just to have those connections with people that get it because you know, when you come back and this, this is true, I think not only for creatives, this is probably just true for everybody in the world. We all have our things that we love, right? We all have our passions. We all have the things that make us very different from the people yeah. we're doing life with day to day. And so getting to connect with the people though, that really get us, that get what makes us tick, that motivates us to keep doing the next thing, even when we're not constantly surrounded by those people, Yes. It matters. And it, it's not always this tangible thing where you can say, well, this is exactly what I got from this. Sometimes it's like, 
I just got the motivation I needed to keep going <laughs> because. And you know what? Sometimes it's just, I just got a friend that said, Hey, let's eat lunch together. Yeah. And that takes off from what, you know, that takes off from what it needs to be. And, you know, this April, four of you are coming back who were just here in September. Mm -hmm. And so that's encouraging to me that I know we're doing really good work. Yeah. We're doing work, right? Like we're, we're putting, we're putting in the work and we're putting in the time. It's a huge commitment for those of you um, that are doing that. But I would love really, I would, I would love for you to um, tell everybody, are you able to tell everybody kind of who's coming and like what the topics you're planning on covering, Danielle? So I could possibly tell you a little more than I'm going to today, but I'm going to hold a few things back because I have about, I've approached pretty much everybody that we want involved in this conference. And I would say 40% of them have committed. Some of them are still making sure that it's possible. Yep. And I have left a little bit of room, to be honest with you. I've left about two to three spots open for speakers based on who I find out is coming. Yeah. Because when you sign up, if you're, you're coming to the conference, because you're coming to the, you're going to want to come to this conference, you guys, you really are. And you're going to sign up and you're going to fill out a form and you're going to tell us about your business. You're going to tell us what you do. If you're a handmade business owner, if you are more of a creative content, create, you know, a content creator, someone who's doing creative work in that respect, or maybe you're running a brick and mortar and it's more of a retailer situation we're going to find out who's coming to this event and we're going to make sure that we have what everybody needs from this event. Wonderful. Ultimately, as far as topics, we're going to be talking about digital marketing. We'll be talking about email lists. There'll be plenty of social media training. We're going to talk about branding. We're going to talk about planning and vision casting. We're going to talk about the logistics of running a brick and mortar. Um, just this past week, I decided, you know what, Danielle, it only makes sense for you to lead a breakout session on how to run a vendor-based store. So many people have so many questions about that. And, yeah. I, you know, if you're going to run a brick and mortar, that's a great element to add to it. So It's a great element. And it's also really good to also have the vendor perspective of what you expect from your vendors, because so many women and men are vendors. Yes. And they need to know what actually, what is expected of them that maybe their owner is not telling them and hoping they understand. So that could be, that could be really good for so many people, Danielle. Yep. Yeah. We have, um, we have a photographer who is already committed, who is going to be leading a breakout session to help people with product photography and understanding how to just take better pictures with your phone, even because that's what so many of us are working with. Um, so I'm really excited. There's going to be a lot. Of course, we have the wonderful Dion Woods, who's going to be one of our wow. keynote speakers, Thank waiting you. for confirmation on the other keynote speaker that I know you, you all love. You're going to be super excited. <laughs> um, and then over the next few weeks, I'm going to continue to have people who are joining us for the conference, join us here on the podcast to sort of talk about some of the things that they're going to be sharing at the event. So that's the plan there. <laughs> It's a wonderful plan. I love that so much. Um, and I just, I cannot reiterate how important it is to, you know, when I try to do something like this in person, I always ask that people just receive and just, just, just bring the, bring the wall down for a little while, while you're here. You know what I mean? I always ask them to leave their inhibitions at the door. We don't need them here. 
We don't need anything intimidation. We don't need to feel intimidated. We are all on the same playing level, okay? We're all here. And I ask people to put the walls down, don't be defensive and don't make excuses and don't come in thinking, this is for everybody except me. Oh, that would work except for me because I know how we do. I know how we do. And so I always ask them just, if you find that narrative to start running through your mind to actually say, wait, that's a habitual thing that I would normally <laughs> say, but what's another option? It doesn't feel like me, but let me just actually say, maybe that could be me. Wait, what Danielle's telling me about blah, 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 and this and this, and I'm thinking, okay, this isn't for me. This is for everybody else. Wait, 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 hold on. You don't know, because like she said, very often our creativity is, um, or what we actually make and create is what is actually going to catapult us into our end game, whatever that may be. None of us really know what it is right now. Um, but I always ask that people come to these with an open mind and be willing to receive and be willing to imagine what if many of the people coming, if you'd asked them 10 years ago, would would they be self-employed? Many people would be like, I was not planning on doing this. I know me, I was not <laughs> planning on being self-employed. Yeah. I could not imagine. I wouldn't have known, but how? Like, how would I actually make an income supporting myself? Yep. Like that seemed, whoo, way out there. Yeah. And so breaking that down into, yeah, little components of like, this and then this and then this and then just turning something that you love to do every day into a job and don't don't mistake you guys don't mistake me for saying this that it's all easy and that it's wonderful and if you're not doing it you're missing out because Danielle and I right before we went live we were talking about <laughs> yes we were talking about how pivoting one day can just kind of throw you off um, throw you off for the rest of the week and how to, how to work through all of the things that have to be done because you set it up this way. You set it up, you, you know, all of this. So no, not implying that it's easy, implying that you have options if you come willing to learn. And when you are a habitual learner, learner for life, whatever you want to call yourself, um, you look at it with a grateful heart and you come into it thinking, I get to learn every day. I get to learn something new. If it's intimidating or here, here's, my, here's my favorite, Danielle is, I'm just not techie. <laughs> Are any of us really techie? I mean, there's like 5% of creative, really creative people that are techie. The rest of us are like, well, I'm going to have to sit down and I'm going to have to learn something new and I'm yep. going to do it and I'm going to love it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's like you just have to make yourself sometimes and it does stink. And sometimes you just need somebody to acknowledge that with you, that this is not the fun part, <laughs> but it's worth it because it's what lets me, it's what affords me the opportunity to do the fun part. Um, Absolutely. And sometimes people don't know what that is. And to me, that's kind of kind of the point is having the opportunity to sort of come to the table where we might all be at different places, but I am a firm believer that you're never done. A lot of times, you know, you'll, you think about reading a book, right? And like you read the book and then when you're done, you're done. 
But when you're running a business, when you're starting and running a business, you're not reading a book. You're learning how to use this user manual that you're going to come back to over and over and over again because technology is going to change. The social media channels are going to change. Absolutely. Um, Just your ability to do everything, how you get people's attention, like as a brick and mortar, you know, we have a brick and mortar and the way that we get people to come into our store is different now, even than it was just a year ago or two years ago. Like you have to constantly be open to learning what's new. And, and I'm bad when you said this, I was like, yep, I'm one of those people and I'm more than happy to admit it. If it helps other people recognize that they, they are too. (laughs) It's easy to say, well, I've tried that already and it didn't work because you might've tried it already and it might not have worked two years ago. But if you try it again this year, you might find that where you are now is where you needed to be to make it work. So it's right. just this, this like point. you said, this constant being open to what people are telling you. And maybe you think you already know it doesn't work, but try to listen to it with fresh ears because maybe it didn't then, but maybe it will now. Absolutely. And it's almost like playing a game. Sometimes you think it's everything's laid out. This should be something. And then all of a sudden you realize you didn't fail. You just had some of the wrong players, maybe. Like in your business, maybe you had a wrong blue chip. Like the blue chip was wrong. And you just, the parts just didn't all add up. So two years later, all of a sudden you may have the right players or you have at least a better ratio of the right players or the right ideas or the right topics. And I think that's what you've done. I think you've spent a lot of time in the last few weeks really collaborating a great collection um, in the industry, um, outside of the industry, bringing people in. And um, I think that you are putting together a really, really wonderful game for all of us to be a part of and to play and to actually see results from. Thank you. I'm so excited about it. I mean, I, like I said, it's I'm, I'm so excited about this. And that is true. I do like to look outside of what I'm doing sometimes when I'm learning about business stuff, because I feel like there are a lot of really good lessons that sometimes when you've got your, you know, whether we intend to or not, we get the blinders on or we stop paying attention to what's in the periphery because we're so focused on exactly what we do that we forget that what they're doing in their business over here. I mean, I'm running a creative brick and mortar and and we sell gift items and that kind of thing. But the person who's putting roofs on houses might be doing something over here that I could learn from that would make my customers really happy if I could figure out how to apply that in my business. So it's, it's a really cool thing when you find yourself learning something from someone that's not what you're doing, it's, it, but it helps you do what you do better. Well, and they always say, that, absolutely. They always say that if you're the, if you're in the room and you happen to be the smartest or happen to know everything, then you're in the wrong room and you need to pick on it, pick another room because that goes down to learning. That goes down to us saying, okay, I know I have a lot to learn here. And then you grab your notebook and start taking notes. Cause sometimes someone opens their mouth and I'm like, oh, Oh, this is good. This is good. Remember this quote because she just spoke it like she owned it and got it tattooed on her back. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And I love, well, I love so much. And I cannot wait to continue talking with other creatives that are going to be a part of this. I, I like I want to just start naming names now, but I'm like, no, I'm not going to do that yet. I'm not going to do that. Today is about telling you that Dion Woods is going to be one of our keynote speakers at the Makers and Shakers Conference in September. 
So go ahead and mark your calendars because it's going to be September 26th through 28th. That's a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday here in Spartanburg, South Carolina. Early bird tickets are going to go on sale February 1st. So you can go ahead and head over to makerschat.com right now. Get yourself on the wait list so that you don't miss anything. When tickets go on sale, when we announce our speakers, when we start putting some other fun things out there for you guys, go ahead, head there, get yourself on the list. But the early bird tickets are going to go on sale February 1st. And we, over the next few weeks, are going to be telling you more about the people who are joining us in the breakout sessions. And as we find out who all is coming, we are going to even more so continue to tailor these breakout sessions for you guys because we want you to go home energized, motivated, and ready to just absolutely conquer this business thing. Do it your way, do it with the community, and, and, and be excited about it. That's what we want for you guys. Absolutely. It's January, you guys. Put it on your to-do list to be very intentional about learning and growing your business and yourself personally, because um, you are worth it. And that's our main message is that you are worth it. Um, you take care of so many people and so many other things that you get, you get a few days. And I don't know, I like to give people permission. So you're welcome. <laughs> Someone says, thank you for giving me permission. I'm like, I didn't really do that. But okay, if whatever works for us, some of us just have that, that right there. Um, but thank you, Danielle, for being very intentional yourself about collectively putting together, um, you know, it's not generalized. It's, it's extremely intentional about each person that she has selected for you guys to visit with and learn from. Yes. I'm so excited. I cannot wait. Me too. I'm I in Spartanburg. Awesome. First off, flying in Spartanburg is so easy. I'm not one of the <laughs> people that loves to fly, but I, we drove away and I was like, is this seriously their airport? Like, why are there, it's so beautiful here. It was easy to get around. Um, the hotel was just absolutely beautiful and it was close. And um, Danielle and her team, first off, are so welcoming and accommodating and there's plenty of room to spread out. Um, now you're actually having this. You didn't actually mention where you're having this, the location. You just yes. said Spartanburg. Yeah, it's in Spartanburg, South Carolina. It's actually going to be at the Marriott in Spartanburg, South Carolina, which is where you stayed when you visited. So that hotel, that's where we're having our conference. It's going to be pretty awesome. And yeah. it's just a few minutes down the road from my store. And one night we are going to have a cocktail mixer at the store after hours. So everyone's going to get the opportunity to sort of see that set up and mix and mingle in a different little setting. So wonderful. It sounds wonderful. It's really, really beautiful. Danielle, thank you for doing this. I really thank you. Thank you for being a part of it. I'm so excited. You know what? You have supported me. Obviously, we've been talking about um, you've come to four of my retreats and you're coming to the fifth one or however that works out the number wise. Regardless, I would come anyway because this is what I live for. Like this is this is right up my alley, sister. So I'm I'm very happy to be a part of it. All Thank right. You. So before we go, we've got to do some, we've got to do some fun like rapid fire questions, and we can go back and forth with this. You guys, oh. if you don't already listen to the Paint Talks podcast, Dion has a podcast too. It's pretty awesome. She talks with different creatives that are featured in the journal in the Turquoise Irish yeah. Journal, um, yeah. and it's really it's a lot of fun. So you should listen to that too. If this is your jam, that's also going to be your jam. Thank but, you. Thank so, you. So I feel like I've asked you this one before, but I'm gonna do it again anyway. Beach or mountains? Beach yeah <laughs> that's what everyone else says <laughs> I'm a Pisces, baby I'm a Pisces baby beach I get that I get that 
Coffee or tea? Tea. Books Hot or movies? Tea. Books. What's your favorite book? Couldn't possibly pick one. Um, I currently, and I'm not lying, I currently have three stacks of books on my nightstand. I'm getting there. I'm getting to them. Um, I currently have, so there's probably five on that stack, three on that stack too. So we're looking at a good 10 books that are like on my nightstand. Um, it really, I flip from like today I need self-help. Today I want to read mindless romance. Uh, today I want to read a little chip games. Today, like I flipped on how I feel for the day. And so um, unless it's a, like a story, like with that romance, then I will continue it girl. But I just like a little bit of everything. Yeah. Um, I, I like, I like things that are powerful and meaningful. I don't like to waste my time. So what will happen when I'm on my way to you, I will be on the plane and I will need a mindless romance where right? I, it just takes the, all of a sudden we look up and we're landing and I'm like, boom, I did it again. <laughs> like I hate traveling. So I did it. But, um, most of the time I try to learn things that I can pass on and pay it forward. That's awesome. That was going to be my next question was which genre. So you said something that made me want to ask you something else, but it just, um, well, I was talking here. about the, you, you want the mindless romance. No, um, I said chip gains. Um, I even have a book by mother Teresa on how to become a better servant. Like I just listening to her, like listening to her words, someone wrote it for her, obviously, um, how to become a better servant. Um, I have, um, passion for purpose from Amy McClint McLaren, which I haven't started yet. Um, you know, we're reading the art of aliveness by Flora Boley. Um, and like I said, I love chip gains. Um, I love his story. This is no pain, no gain. So his second book, I think he wrote by himself. Um, I'm reading that one. And then there is creative books stacked up. There is um, the brand story by Donald Miller on there yes. right now. Building a story brand. That's awesome. Awesome book. It's the next yep. one that we're reading in my, in my membership group. And I'm yep. excited to read it again. That's a, that's a gem. That's one, that, <laughs> that's one we have to read over and over again. Yeah. It's I like guess. the user manual I was talking back. You just, you keep going yeah. back to it. It's a good one. Yes, it's, it, that is, that is real. And that's another thing we, we have to um, learn to give ourselves a little grace actually, because there isn't a manual for chapter one. Here's how you run business creatively online. Here's how you do a Facebook live. Here's how you run a podcast. Like it's not a course you can take in college. Yeah. You can take all the business classes that you want. But it changes, like Danielle said, it changes every single six months, which button, how, and all of those things can give us anxiety if we resist it, if we resist. It's like the resistance and the anxiety hangs out here in the middle with like learning or growing or stretching. It's like, ooh, it's going to hurt. It's going to feel good when you get there, guys. Yeah, it really does. I remember that, that question that like exited out my brain. How do you like to read? Do you like to read a physical book? Do you listen to books? I like a physical book. I carry a book with me. I like a physical book. Um, I like to turn the pages of the story and I carry the book with me on the airplane. Um, I will read it on my phone. I, I I'll read it wherever. Um, that's not a problem, but I, I like to read a 
a physical book more than anything else, because unfortunately, if it's my own book, I write notes. Yeah. No, I do too. Especially if it's a, I will highlight and I scribble and circle and I mark, I dog ear everything. Um, because I'm always looking for things to teach from and things that I think, oh, don't just save this here. Don't just leave it here. Like you've got to pass that on. Someone else needs to hear this. Yeah. Yeah. I like to, I like to listen to books that are stories. I like to listen to someone tell me the story, but if I'm reading because I want to learn, I like having the physical book. Cause I'm like, you I like to make the notes and, and all that kind of thing. So, yeah. Because it also, it's one, another one of those things that kind of depends on your mood. That's true. <laughs> the mood, who's around, how many times you're going to be interrupted, all of that kind of thing. Because on an airplane, if I can go down here and like put my hair like this, like, don't talk, don't talk. <laughs> and I want that physical book. I'm like, can't you see I'm reading? No, I'm, te- I'm totally teasing. I'm actually one of those that talks a little bit too much on the airplane to people. Oh, really? <laughs> I love to meet people on an airplane when, when I'm I am. friendly and we can just chat because usually you go into the same place. So you've got something to talk about. <laughs> yeah. Or you pay or you left the same place. So, you know yeah. what I mean? You're headed to the same place or you left the same place. So yeah, I'm a little bit, a little bit too chatty sometimes. So. I'm a chatty McChatterson for sure. I think. I what think else you that, got for me? Oh, no, I, I no. don't know. I think that was it. I got, I got okay. distracted talking about books. It's one of my favorite things. <laughs> So, um, okay, beach or mountains? Mountains. All day, every day. I love the mountains. Okay, fine. <laughs> um, we can still be friends. Okay, what are you cooking tonight? What's for dinner? Actually, I've changed my mind about what I'm cooking for dinner tonight. We were going to have stuffed baked potatoes, but now I'm thinking because I'm home a little earlier than I expected today, I am going to make soup for dinner. Oh, so you're about to put the soup on. Yeah, it's all cold that. right now. So I'm thinking I'd like some nice warm soup. Tea or coffee? Coffee. <laughs> Always I know coffee. You I said tea and everybody was like this. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I'll have a little bit of coffee every morning, but tea is with me throughout the day. Herbal teas, like different yeah. herbal, different things. Um, just because I'm like that. And I like to I like to have my, that's what, that's what this is. It's herbal tea. Yeah. I like herbal oh, tea. I drink sleepy time tea before I go to bed at night because I know that I don't need to drink caffeine right before I go to bed, that I love drinking like a hot beverage. And then when I'm, I'm sick, I know yep. that I have to need, I need tea instead of coffee because I don't need caffeine. I need something. It's going to be very hydrating, but I still prefer coffee all the time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm sure most people do. I get it. <laughs> something creamy and delish yeah well thank you thank you for being here with me this was a lot of fun well girl it's it's great thank you for having me on um we have eight months until that but then we get to see each other in three months in april that's so. right we get to see each other in a couple months and we'll be back at the beach which i know is your favorite place but i will say i love the beach that time of year so we're going to be at the beach in april so it's not yeah. going to be too hot yet. It's going to be yeah. really mild, enjoyable weather. And that's my favorite kind of beach. So, well, that's why there's not a, a workshop down there in June or July or August. That's so. right. <laughs> there's a difference, especially Texas humidity. And of course, the same as South Carolina humidity. So, um, yeah, no, girl, thank you. And if anybody um, has any questions, I imagine they could reach out to you or email you or, or just find you. 
Absolutely. Anytime. Find me on Instagram, shoot me an email, whatever, whatever, however I will respond. But yeah, I can't, I can't wait to just continue to give you guys more information over the next couple of weeks. But like I said, head on over to makerschat.com. If you want to get on the wait list, make sure you don't miss out on any of the updates and the early bird tickets are going to go on sale February 1st. Okay. My last question is actually with the early bird, they're cheaper than what the regular price is, yes. right? Yes. Okay. So early bird tickets are going to be two ninety five. Okay. And then once we've sold our early bird tickets, and I'm not even going to lie, you guys, I'm still going back and forth between whether or not I'm giving you a time frame or whether or not I'm limited this to the number of tickets. I will have decided within the next two days. But <laughs> but that was my next question. That was my next question was, are you limiting the early bird? Are there only going to be so many? That was my next question. So, yeah. um, okay, that makes sense. You guys jump on it, bookmark it, make a note, set your alarm. This is some good stuff. It's beautiful. Thank you for Danielle for doing this. Of course, of course. And thank, like I said, thank you for being a part of it. I'm so excited. Me too. Me too. I might dance and I might cry. I can't apologize for that. That's okay. That's all those things are acceptable. They'll have to be <laughs> this part of it with me. <laughs> thank there you, dear. I appreciate you. you. That's all for today's episode of Maker's Chat. Thanks for joining us, and I hope that you have a wonderful week. Don't forget to head on over to makerschat.com to get on the wait list for the Makers and Shakers Business Conference that we're going to be having September 26th through 28th. If you haven't already, then you can hop inside the Makers Chat community group on Facebook for more information and to make sure that you don't miss out on any exciting announcements. You guys have a great week, and we'll chat more next time.